0: Hello, everyone. We are broadcasting live from Katie's backyard. We have a beautiful pool and hot tub, but it's not clean yet, so it's not really ready to jump in. And Katie's actually getting her hair done during this episode. So if you hear foil and hair being done, that's what that is.
1: Actually, it's one of the best afternoons um, I've had in a while because the sun is shining. My pool is really gross looking, so I keep asking Ryan to jump in um but yeah we have rhonda putting in um for anyone that doesn't know rhonda is my best friend she is a hairstylist at a salon in stoville and um yeah so she's just putting some blonde in my hair we got ryan with his fresh to death haircut and uh we're just having a we're having a drink so cheers ryan okay so ryan what are we going to discuss this afternoon
0: well We're going to do a special episode of a millennial speed round. So we're going to go through a bunch of topics that affect millennials in different ways and give our opinion on it real quick because you know what? It's really nice out today and I want to tan.
1: Are you going to ramble on like you always do? Probably. Well, just remember it's called speed round. So just pick it up a notch.
0: (laughs) So our first topic is astrology. Katie, what's your opinion? Quick, go.
1: It's annoying, and it's not proven, and the stars don't mean anything. They're just bright and nice to look at.
0: Okay, this is how I feel about it. I think that astrology can, you know, have some meaning when you look at people's personalities. Because you'll meet certain people, and they'll be like, oh, I'm a scorpion. I'll be like, Yeah. Yeah, I could tell. I could tell you're a Scorpio.
1: Okay, but when you think of astrology, do you just think like how the planets align and stars and stuff? Are you even talking about like uh, when you get Chinese takeaway and you have a fortune cookie?
0: No, no, I'm not really talking about the fortune cookies. Although if my fortune cookie seems like... You know, really optimistic. I'll I'll take the fortune cookie ones that I want to believe that I want to come true. But the astrology and like the daily newspapers and stuff, I don't believe that. But personality-wise, where there's like some pseudoscience behind it, I can I can I can get behind that.
1: Yeah. No. I mean, there's definitely certain characteristics for people that are born at different times in a year. Like you know, I'm a Cancer, and apparently, I align with a lot of different like uh, Cancer characteristics I guess but I wouldn't say that like I would meet someone and be like oh you are so a Virgo like that that is so weird but you know what's also strange Rhonda who's again as I reiterate doing my hair she
0: (laughs) because Katie literally has a piece of tin foil over her face as she talks into the microphone while she's getting her hair done this is this is some innovative stuff I've never heard of someone I've never heard of anyone getting their hair done during the middle of a podcast
1: life is about balance (laughs) you know what so Rhonda came over like a week and a half ago with chinese like takeaway and we had like fortune cookies and there was her and i plus someone else and two of us had the same fortune cookie i've never i've never seen that happen before
0: and do you remember what it said
1: Like, you are awesome, probably, something like that.
0: (laughs) I mean, it speaks truth, right? You are pretty awesome.
1: Oh, okay, next one. Ding, 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 hipsters.
0: What do you think about hipsters? What is a hipster, Katie Jones?
1: A hipster is someone that goes out of their way to be annoying.
0: (laughs) No, see, I would describe a hipster more as someone that is
1: glasses when they don't need them, pants too short and too tight, <laughs> wears a mustache that they can't properly grow into and listens to music that they probably don't listen to. They just looked it up like hipster music.
0: You know, you you actually kind of described it pretty well. You know, bohemian kind of style.
1: No, I think Bohemians are different than hipsters. Bohemians are more like long skirts and like you know, like relaxation and, you know, zenness. And hipsters are like just Nuisances.
0: <laughs> so clearly Katie Jones doesn't seem to like hipsters. See, I I personally kind of like hipsters. Like I, I have always admired the style and the lifestyle.
1: Uh, it's because you if that's your type, you want to date a guy that's a hipster. <laughs>
0: well, like a, like looking like a lumberjack with a nice beard?
1: That's not a hipster. No? Oh my no. God. You should have looked this up before we started recording. That's not a hipster.
0: <laughs> okay, like what What does a hipster look like? What's okay. her face look like? They have, they have facial hair.
1: He's got like Vans or Converse on. And look, I like Vans. I live in Vans, but that's what he's wearing. He's got kind of really tight pants on that are probably his sister's. I'm coming.
0: (laughs) She's coming for you, hipsters.
1: Yeah. And then some, some shirt that just doesn't look good, but it does look good because it doesn't look good. And then, yeah, fake glasses from our deans and, uh, ear pods or no, not even ear pods. Like air pods. Is that what they're called? The wireless ones. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Whatever, hipsters, the, that fate is, like that fad story is over, is it not?
0: I think it's still in, like, I mean, I feel like most of them in Toronto live in Liberty Village, and, uh, well, Liberty Village and, um, like, Vegandale, you know, like, Trinity Bellwoods?
1: Or, like, like, the West End. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, like, Trinity Bellwoods and stuff.
1: Are you saying you want to go to Trinity Bellwoods? I mean,
0: I wouldn't mind it, there's a brewery there, Bellwoods Brewery, have you heard of it?
1: Yeah, it's actually a pretty good brewery. I like Trinity Bellwoods, I like the vibe there. I like also that people pick up your garbage and you're allowed to drink what? in public.
0: Ding, ding, ding. Okay, next topic. And it kind of ties into hipsters and what we're talking about, Vegandale in the West End is veganism.
1: So personally, like I like health and fitness. Sometimes I'm really on it. Sometimes I'm not. So I do respect the whole veganism, keto diet thing because it's just trying to be at your kind of optimal health. But you're also a huge pain in the ass if you're a vegan in terms of social situations like my boyfriend is a cattle farmer and last year I decided
0: so the opposite of a (laughs) vegan
1: literally and he is the only grown man that drinks milk all the time like four cups of milk milk a day but last year I decided I was going to stop eating meat just for one month I knew I wasn't going to like continue to be vegetarian. But I was like, I'm going to take one uh, month off meat, And I did. And then had a chicken wing. And I was like, oh, so much better than lettuce. But (laughs) but um, the other day I was thinking to myself, I was like, oh, I should like maybe take another month off meat. And then I was thought to myself, well, that's not going to work. My boyfriend's a cattle farmer. So it's one of those things like I love that I'm not a picky eater. I can eat anything. And for the most part, really, so I just feel for like, especially vegans, imagine going over, like imagine getting a new boyfriend or girlfriend and you go over to like the parents' house and like, oh, okay, so we're having a barbecue. And you're like, I can't eat anything. <laughs>
0: okay like i think katie's giving veganism kind of a bad rep here you know what one of our listeners is actually a vegan uh elliot shout out to you elliot he's awesome and i've talked to him a lot about it and i have respect for vegans because that would be something that i think would be tough to do but there's a lot of vegan restaurants they also can make their own food and i'm sure if you were dating someone and you went over to their place it'd be like if someone was an alcoholic like maybe you wouldn't have drinks there maybe you would right like you would try to respect your guests and what they Want, but I know what you mean. It may be difficult, but I'm sure that if you were dating a vegan, maybe you'd even try it, try it out. And because there's, there's like so many things now, even like the Beyond Meat burger. Have you heard about that?
1: I haven't, but I, I do like like veggie burgers and stuff. One thing that I would like to give a shout out for people that are vegan is you know, the expression knowledge is power. If you take such a drastic change to your diet and you limit the things that you can eat, then you definitely learn a whole new understanding of what you're eating, what you're drinking, what you're putting in your body because you have those limitations. And because of that, you probably really start to gain like a... Not everyone. Some people become vegetarian and they don't supplement with the right vitamins or the right uh, greens or uh, protein replacements. But I think that if you really take like a, a diet change or whatever quite seriously, you can learn a lot about like the human body and then how we ingest things and how we break down different foods. So that I think is pretty cool because if you don't have a lot of diet uh, restrictions and you kind of eat whatever... So, that is pretty cool. Ding, ding, ding.
0: Wait, wait, wait. I have one other thing to say. It's like I have so much respect for what they do and people's lives have changed because of their, them turning uh, and becoming vegan. Um, some people have lived that way since they're younger. Some people raise their kids being vegan. And it is interesting when you cut out, like you said, certain things out of your diet. You can really see the change. Um, like I think, I think that our generation is becoming kind of the no cheese generation. Like we, we like cheese, but we're more... Um uh,
1: <laughs> we just had a three cheese flatbread. <laughs>
0: okay, not the no cheese generation, but I think people are more mindful to it. Like I buy lactose free cheese sometimes.
1: Gross. Ding 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 ding. <laughs> Dating apps I was once on them, didn't work. What's your opinion?
0: <laughs> Thanks for that. I mean, that's the speed round and I do ramble on. Um, I think that they can be great, especially for people that maybe don't have time to go to a bar and meet someone. Maybe they're really busy with work, but they want to meet that special someone. However, I do think that a lot of people on them are very superficial and they'll either match with you just to they put up their match count on there um, or they'll ghost you. Or they, uh, they just want more Instagram followers. Like that happens all the time where they want an Instagram follow. They'll be like, oh, I don't go on here. DM me on Instagram. And it's like, you just want to follow. Like, why are you even on here? You know, dating apps, I, I agree with. I think that they're great. And I've actually met a lot of people that have had, uh, you know, long-term relationships from it. I just think that there are downsides just like with everything. All right, let's go to the next topic. Ding, ding, ding.
1: Avocado-Chipotle. dash Never had Chipotle, actually.
0: (gasps) You've never had Chipotle? Well, I've never had sushi, so...
1: That's disturbing. Sushi is so good, I don't understand. How have you never been asked to go for all-you-can-eat sushi?
0: Oh, I have been, and I turned them down.
1: Oh, well, we'll have to change that soon, because sushi's awesome. I've never had Chipotle. I love avocado. I don't have a problem spending three more dollars on avocado. Avocado's great. Guacamole.
0: I remember you saying, though, that avocado can... Because I just eat it through guac at Chipotle. Um, stop. Katie has her gross feet on me, and I'm, like, not feeling it. Um, doesn't, doesn't avocado go bad quickly?
1: It does, but um, a way to make it stay fresh is squeeze lemon juice on it or keep the whole pit in the avocado.
0: Oh, yeah, good advice.
1: Will, yeah, that will stop it from browning. So, like, if you make a salad to take to work or something and you want avocado in it slice a lemon, and uh, squeeze some of that lemon juice on it, and that will make it stay fresh.
0: That's why we have you, Katie, for the random facts.
1: Okay, it's that time where Ryan's going to make us tell you our Instagrams and our Twitters. And
0: it's a time where Katie's going to jump right into it, right into her following her on Twitter and not Instagram.
1: Fine, I'm going to switch it up. So my Instagram is Jones and my Twitter is 01katiejones. I'm Really nailing the Twitter tweets these days, so give me a follow and give me a listen.
0: I think by the end of this episode, Katie may even become an influencer on Twitter. Who knows?
1: Ding, 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 influencers.
0: (laughs) My Instagram is at Ryan Durgy, R Y A N D U R G Y, and my Twitter's the same at Ryan Durgy. And our Instagram is.
1: Is this adulthood?
0: Is this adulthood? And our Twitter is...
1: Don't even bother.
0: (laughs) It's at ITA underscore podcast. And also, don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts as well as follow us on Spotify.
1: Or you can do Podbean as well. Pod.bean.com.
0: No. Is this adulthood.podbean.com?
1: Yeah, so give us a listen on one of those because i mean what better way to spend your drive wherever you're going i'm starting to sweat it's so hot <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right well thanks for listening and um yeah don't forget to subscribe and follow us because everyone loves a follow
1: especially you ryan <laughs> <laughs> all
0: right so now the next topic church all right so the next topic is church um I don't really know a ton of Millennials that go to church. There are people that are religious or spiritual, but I don't know a ton of people that actually go to church. Do you?
1: Well, actually, funny you bring that up. Look to your uh, left, Ryan. Do you think myself, my mom, or my dad knows the name of that church?
0: Just so you know, there's a church uh, adjacent to Katie's backyard.
1: Adjacent. Get out of here. Um, yeah, I, uh, I do not knock religion. I just don't believe in organized religion because I lost a really, really good friend due to organized religion, and that sucked. What? And, uh, yeah. but um,
0: Wait, can you go into that?
1: Um, to be respectful about it, she her religion was one that was very, very strict, I guess I could say for a lack of better terms. So who she was really able to socialize with was determinant on who was also within that religion. So I don't know, if, if you're grown up Christian Catholic and everything else, that's fine. But the concept of organized religion and it uh, kind of being the principle into whom you can talk to or not communicate with or really cross paths with even i don't know it's just i've got a problem with it i'm a pretty spiritual person and i've always said i just hope that after this wild crazy expensive life there's something after but uh yeah no i don't knock anyone obviously for their spiritual religious beliefs but i just i didn't grow up in that kind of household and i i've never been baptized i don't go to church
0: So did your, when you said you lost a friend, I thought you meant like she died.
1: Oh my gosh, no, no, no.
0: Thank you, Rhonda, for clearing that up. I
1: had to clarify
0: that. Yeah, like legit, I was like, (laughs) (laughs) wait, what? Okay, thank you for clarifying because I legit thought that you meant she died.
1: No, no, what I meant was she was one of my closest friends when we were in the same school. And then when we could, when we could go
0: like you were like she couldn't socialize, with, so I thought she got depressed because she couldn't socialize with anyone.
1: Ryan. I have a head full of tinfoil. I'm losing my mind a little bit.
0: um, as far as religion goes for me, uh, I believe in God. I'm a spiritual person. Um, my grandpa's a minister, and um, a lot of us will go to church um, as a family. Um, I think where I disagree sometimes with certain organized religions is when they start oppressing certain groups like the lgbtq community just speaking from experience just with like you know what i've seen on the news and luckily i've i've been pretty i've been pretty good with like still having support from my family and everything but you hear all the time where religion is the backbone for people uh disagreeing with someone's sexuality for example or their their gender identity and things like that when you use religion as um a uh, weaponize your beliefs or your opinions on something. I don't agree with that.
1: Yeah, no, um, very well said. To reiterate my point that I clearly did not express correctly, I had a friend that I was very close with, and I used to, you know, go to her meetings. She was Jehovah Witness or is Jehovah Witness. That's what they call when they go to churches meetings, and we were very, very close. And then when we went to different high schools, therefore. We didn't see each other every day. Her parents expressed that she should not hang out with me anymore because we don't share the same religious beliefs and we don't have to see each other because we're not in class together anymore. And that really hurt because we had a lot of things in common and we were very close and it just came down to religion. Although I respected her faith and I made like a, I made a very active point of learning about it and engaging to it to the To the most that i could so i do think that people our age aren't going to church like they used to but i don't know enough about church to really speak on that so i don't want to be disrespectful
0: fair enough uh and you know that is sad about your friend and hopefully one day maybe you'll be able to reconnect again All right, ding, ding, ding. The next topic is having a pet together instead of having a kid. I've seen this happen so many times where people, especially our age, maybe they're testing out the relationship. Maybe they're just not ready to have a kid. Maybe they can't have kids. Or maybe they just are a huge animal lover. But you'll see a lot of people where they get a dog, maybe a cat. But I see it a lot with dogs. They start up the the Instagram account about the dog. And it's just this whole thing now with couples having, uh, as you described
1: it, a fur baby. Yeah, everybody loves their fur baby. Well, I think it's always good to kind of test the waters before, you know, committing to something really long term. Like maybe rent a place with some, like your partner before buying a place. Maybe raise an animal if you're into animals before having a baby. Kind of like those stepping stones, the gradual progression of like knowing if you can do it as a team. I mean, I moved in with my boyfriend and we now have four cats and two dogs. So that was a freaking leap bound. But um, I think any time in life that you can kind of, for lack of better terms, take baby steps before the big commitment is probably going to help you in the long run. Because it kind of gives you a little bit of insight on what the bigger investment will look like.
0: I could see that. And even like watching our family dogs when my parents will go on a trip or whatever, it is a big commitment. Like if you're at work, you can't just have a drink after and socialize. It's like you have to get home to walk that dog or to feed that animal. And I do think that it's a commitment to have a pet. And I agree that it's, it's a good stepping stone for a lot of people. Um, however, I'm sure having a kid is a whole other level. Like you're not going to leave your, your four month old at home all day and then just come back after shift. You're like, okay, now it's time. <laughs> now it's time to feed you. Um, so it definitely is different, but I do think it's a good stepping stone and it's a good thing to see if your partner is willing to help out. Because if you're the one always walking the dog, you're always doing that, like, do you really think they're gonna change for a baby? Maybe, who knows? But I think it's a good way to see how people are, how they treat animals.
1: I know. Like, speaking from personal experience, babe, if you're listening, he's uh he's a big guy, he's six foot one or two big hands works outside but he will look at our animals and say are you ready for dinner oh daddy I'm so hungry he's got like a voice for all of them or oh dad come on please I'm starving and I look at him and I'm like it's such like a little window to what the future could be you know like you're such a sweet sweet gentle person and i'm glad that i can see that because i know with a child that would be so much probably more amplified if that makes sense
0: i uh, let me just say that if the whole events thing doesn't work out for you i think that you should go into voice acting because you can do so many different voices even listening and editing our podcast is actually sometimes i'll repeat it and i'll be like katie just went into a whole other person with that voice i think it's so funny
1: because i'm extremely talented
0: Yep. Yeah. All right, ding ding ding. So, we have a lot of extra topics to go. I feel like we've been rambling on for some of them. Let's try to speed through these ones.
1: We have been rambling on, are you?
0: Um, I think mostly me. So, I'll let you take the lead with this one.
1: Ugh, gender reveal parties. Why does anyone care you're pregnant anyways? Yeah. Like <laughs> I don't get it. Like, oh my god, is it a boy or is it a girl? Like it's going to be one of them, and they might not even decide to stay that way anyways. <laughs> So,
0: yeah, exactly. Like it, I, I agree with you. Like they may realize that they, their birth identity doesn't line up with how they identify. That's one of the things with these gender reveal parties. Uh, I, I just don't really agree with them. Like I, I think that's such a millennial thing. I
1: just don't get it. So people have to book off work yeah. to bring a present, yeah. to wear a nice dress for someone to cut into a cake, and it's blue or it's pink, yeah. and yeah. then go home.
0: I just think it's so. Um, I don't know if superficial is the right word, but so, like, narcissistic in a way. Like, so, like, oh, celebrate us, celebrate us having a baby. Like, you already have a baby shower for that, do you not?
1: Exactly. And you know what? The concept of baby showers, so, from what I've always had an understanding of baby showers is, years ago, when people used to get uh, married a lot younger and start having kids a lot younger, baby showers were the concept of, you know, they didn't necessarily have a lot of money, so it was a way to add, like, you know, you're young and you may not have a lot of stuff or...
0: I didn't know that.
1: Yeah. So you may be young and you probably need a little bit of help. So people would come to these baby showers and bring diapers or strollers, depending on that person or bring certain necessities that this young couple has. And now times have changed. It doesn't mean that people don't have kids young anymore, but people are because women work a lot more than they used to, obviously. So a lot of the times people are having smaller families a lot later in life. And so I get the concept of coming and celebrating the, the birth of a child, but why do I need all of these gifts? Why do I need to guess how many jelly beans are in the bucket and pin the tail on the freaking donkey like what
0: (laughs) is that what they do at baby showers oh
1: my god they're cringe worthy I'm not saying I won't have one (laughs) and I've been to some but it's just the concept of like you know everybody is supposed to act like they're over the moon over somebody got pregnant like I'll be a little blunt here it's not the most biggest achievement in the world to get pregnant being a good parent being a good person teaching your child great morals that is something worth celebrating but the fact that you got pregnant isn't you know this huge achievement that everybody should stop their lives to celebrate i know that sounds really mean but i just i don't know i just don't like corny stuff
0: i approve of having a celebration whether it's a baby shower or whatever about being pregnant and having the baby and that's exciting especially if it's your firstborn. but if the whole gender reveal thing on top of another party i just think it's too much Ding, ding, ding. All right, so having ride share or car sharing or whatever you want to call it instead of actually having your own car. How do you feel about that?
1: Um, well, I love having my own car. I feel, as the expression says, naked without it. My car isn't in my driveway. That happens often because I like to have drinks after work and I do not drink and drive. So often my car isn't in my driveway. I am an um, avid aaron runner i love on my days off to run errands so having a car is a privilege and i really really love it but uh uber is a fantastic thing i mean i'm never gonna be the dd like no thanks
0: i think um what ride sharing has changed and you know there's lyft as well I think that the main thing that it's changed is being able to split a fair. I always, that always was annoying is in universe when you go to a bar and you'd have to like bring out your change and you'd have to like be okay well let's divide this and you'd have to do math when you're already buzzed and it's like you have to split it between your friends. I like the fact that you can split a fare and I think it's that great for.
1: That is still the difference between us. You get in the cab to go home buzzed. I think I've ever left a bar buzz no
0: I meant going to the bar buzz
1: oh okay uh,
0: I know I'm 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 like the I'm like a huge fan of pre-drinks
1: but do you ever feel awkward or cheap being like okay guys open your uber app so we can divide it instead of just saying like I'll get this one you get the next
0: You know what I totally will be like open the apps and connect it I'm sure some people feel uncomfortable but you know if someone doesn't have the app or something okay you can get me a drink at the bar or if you're riding home with those same people the problem is what happens if one of them goes home with a guy or one of them ends up like who knows where people go like what if you end up going home with someone like you know I get it if you're going out with these people often it will probably make up somehow somewhere but um, that's what I like the most about ride sharing
1: yeah no it definitely is a cool feature about um uber and lyft and all that stuff is you can split the split the cost because for the most part the people that you go out are probably like similarly financially in the same boat as you so i think it's a good feature
0: all right so our final topic for today is one of my favorites dad bod
1: why is a dad bod one of your favorites what do you like about it
0: I'm just like kind of into it now. It's like a dad bod isn't someone who's like 600 pounds. It's just someone that's
1: 600 pounds.
0: No, it's not what it is.
1: Yeah, that... Okay, I'm not even going to talk to 600 pounds. <laughs>
0: oh, no. So you wouldn't have lasted on that date that I went on that no. one time?
1: No, I don't mean I'm not going to talk to someone who isn't 600 pounds. I'm saying dad bod and 600 pounds are two completely different topics.
0: No, that's what I'm trying to say is that a dad bod is someone that probably was athletic. And then, you know, they've just... they've Nowadays, they work and they drink their beer and they have their their ribs and um, they're a bit uh, they have a bit of a a, maybe a pot belly but they're still kind of fit and I don't know I just kind of like the vibe of it like I think it's kind of dad bods are kind of sexy like I don't know if I want to date someone with a 12 pack
1: well yeah I understand where you're coming from because I think also for me a dad bod represents kind of your chill factor like I haven't totally lost myself but I'm not completely self-obsessed to the point where I will watch everything i eat drink spend all my hours in the gym I'm, i'll remain fit and well put together but hey i got a little bit of a belly because i like beer you know it's like yeah i like when i go on a date if we're watching a leaf game let's say and we have wings and beer if he had like salad i mean, it to be good for it'd be good for you i guess but i'd be like what
0: that's not your style katie jones i could not see you going to a bar and the guy next to you or the guy across from you eating a romaine salad or like i don't even know the salad name just a salad in front of you
1: i'd be like my uber's here (laughs) bye all right well that kind of concludes our speed round i apologize for the inconsistencies in my vocabulary this afternoon and the fact that my head is covered in tinfoil
0: Or the fact that you basically made it sound like one of your friends had passed away.
1: Yeah, Ugh. distasteful of me and totally by accident. But guys, thanks for listening. Ryan and I like to shake things up, record in different places. At least he's not on my lap this time. So that's a plus.
0: Oh, you don't like me on your lap? No. <laughs> well, everyone, thanks for listening. I love... It i loved this episode it was a lot of fun and the fact that we recorded uh, outside was a blast and the fact that i get to watch katie with all of this tinfoil in her hair she looks like one of those people that um have spotted three ufos in their life and <laughs> put on tinfoil um and i i think that this has been a really great episode and thanks for listening don't forget to subscribe and have yourself
1: a wonderful wednesday bye bye